Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. We're going to kind of dance around a little bit and move this and pull that and all that kind of good stuff. You may be seated. And I'll say good morning, everybody. Everybody's telling me good morning, good morning. No, it's afternoon. So um, anyway, I have uh, I have more testimonies that's coming in and and it's so fun because I love sharing testimonies, as you've already figured out. And, uh, but it's so neat because, you know, I've shared some testimonies that are a few weeks old, that are like a couple days old, and then, you know, a couple months old. And, but it's so neat to share one that, like, just happened here, just happened there. And, and, uh, and I'm going to actually read this from my phone because I got an email this morning. And her name is Donna. And she was at a meeting... Uh, that we had, we called it overjoyed, and, and it was kind of because God says we overcame and now we're overjoyed. So that's kind of what the theme of it was. And Katie Sue, and it was our 20th anniversary as a 501c3 of Joan Hunter Ministries. I've been in ministry for 47 years, but that was uh, the culmination of Joan Hunter Ministries. And um, and so she came into the service. She had already heard me speak periodically different times. She had a check made out. She had an offering envelope made out. She had it made out for $111, which is Deuteronomy 111. You want blessings, you know, and, and, all, and bless you as he's promised you a thousand times over. And so she was, uh, she was so excited because and she's like, like and I love this. When is she going to do the offering? When is she going to do the offering? You know, and people, sometimes they come in and they just want to, like, they want to give and they want to give and seed. And what's so funny is that sometimes it's not always at the beginning of the service. And then when you got Katie up there, golly knows when the offering is going to be, you know. And so it went on. And, and so while she's sitting there, she had come with some situations in her heart. And with what Katie was talking about, she got completely healed. And, uh, and then she says, and then... I finally got to give my $111 offering. Well, I think that's so funny. And, uh, and she prayed and she knew that she had, you know, written out, et cetera. That, and um, she could hardly wait till the, till the offering. It was so funny. Till the offering was done. Okay. So she prayed over with her seed. She named her seed. Offering almost say, name your seed. What do you want? What do you want us to come into agreement with you on regarding your finances, in particular, your financial gift? And, uh, and she says, I want healing in my body, which she ended up and she got right after that, and in my husband's business and ministry. And she says, as the seed went in, she put the offering in, and then she was instantly healed in her neck. And then she came up later and gave testimony uh, in the services, it was uh, complications due to a surgery. Uh, and she says, now I'm writing to let you know that my husband's business was just handed the plans to bid on a half a million dollar building project from some Christian people who had heard his testimony 
on how God was bringing him out and prospering his business. They want him to do the job. He's pretty much got the job. And, and they're so excited because he will get a lot of the half a million dollars. Okay? And, uh, and so she's got so excited, but now she's planning on coming back uh, in April and getting ordained at the ministry. And, and the thing is, it's like that particular service was October 31st. So it was just like two weeks ago. And I'm telling you that the offerings that you have given, that God has already released the financial angels to bless you. <clears throat> We've had phenomenal testimonies already of the miracles that have happened because of people that have given a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago. And <clears throat> it's, it's, it, you just can't even fathom what it is. It's just like really, really awesome. And um, it's kind of interesting. Um, I'm guessing that Stephanie stepped out for a minute. Yeah, she just, yeah, that's okay. She'll come back in. But remind me to give the word about Butler, okay? That's her last name, okay? So a lot of times it's kind of funny because I know this is such a prophetic location and, and church um, ministry, but I love, a lot of times God will give me a prophetic word regarding somebody's last name. You know, a lot of times. And so I've got one for her too. And I mean, every testimony that where she's concerned is totally, and, and everything, is, the words have totally lined up with everything that they're believing God for. Property, build a barn. And somebody just got property donated, the money to, to buy the property this week. It just got donated and they're going to build a barn. This is in Tennessee and they're going to make it, you know, just a, a really neat thing. And I'll have you, Laura, kind of keep this in the back of your mind is that they're making it not just for services, but they can rent it out as a wedding chapel and things like that, you know, because I don't know how many night that are really designated for wedding chapels around here. Not everybody wants to get married actually in a church building, a formal church building, you know, and just so like, and because you, just with a few decoration change, you can, and I'm sure that between you and you and Stephanie, you can get it all decorated up really nice, you know, make it wettified. I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. I just made it one. And, um, but the thing is, is one of the things that's really, really heavy on my heart, uh, especially this year, is that people are not walking out what they were born to do. They're not doing what they were born to do for different reasons. Uh, I'm not good enough, you know. Uh, testimony, my testimony, overcome. Uh, you know, and it's like, I was told, dumb, stupid, ignorant, retarded, never be able to read or write. I won't ever be able to accomplish anything in my life, so don't plan it. Don't start anything because you'll never be able to finish it because you're totally not qualified. Okay, well, I now have 23 books out, so somebody knows how to read and write. Yeah, and I've got several more, and I, and I just, I'm almost finished with the two that God has given me this for this season. And then I'm doing a television program the other day, and God says, okay, you need to write a book on that. I'm like, can I finish these two first? You know, he said, no. And, um, but, but what it is, is, is that we're, I'm pretty much done with this. I just need to do the final proofing from the editor, which should be any day now. Annihilating fear is going to be one of them, which is a really, really good time right now. And, uh, you know, this whole season, because fear is, is annihilating Christians. And we need to switch that and annihilate fear. Because perfect love casts out fear. Christians should not have fear. Because fear means you're not trusting God. He may not do it exactly the way you think he should, 
but we've got to annihilate fear. And we can. And we can. And it's like the other night, fear started to come in. I said, excuse me, you are trespassing on God's property. <laughs> Boom. I mean, I didn't even have a minute of that thought coming into my head before I got rid of it. Because that, that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes, the enemy comes to do that, but he does it through fear. He wants to rob your dreams and different things. He wants to keep you from doing what God's called you to do. I know that I'm doing what I was born to do. And I think it's amazing. I'm like, isn't 23 books enough, God? <laughs> Let me have a veteran book, please. And, um, and he says, thank you. And he says, um, I'll let you know when you're done. When you're with me. Okay? And see, the thing is, God, as you have discovered this weekend, I have shared incredible revelations. Most of the stuff you haven't even heard before, but you've been in the healing ministry. I mean, it's just all revelatory. And I'm not saying that God picked me out special, but the point is, he shared these revelations with me because he can trust my mouth. That I'm going to get the word out and I'm going to share it wherever I go. And we're going to see people healed. And, and I'm giving you keys where stress and trauma, you know, generational curses, blood transfusions, prions, all this other kind of stuff. To get you completely set free in every area of your life. And that's what's so important is that we need to get set free. And a few, I mean, I've been praying for veterans for probably 8 to 10 years. Seeing phenomenal results of them getting free removing the label of PTSD, and then in addition to that, turning around and all of a sudden completely different thinking where that, man, I really can get free, not just better. And I'm like, do you have a book on how to do this, how to get free? You know, and no, they don't have a book on how to get free. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, I'm seeing all the people get free. I don't want to teach veterans how to live with the problem. I want to see people getting free and never have to worry about it again. And, and, you know, and, and for God to go in and erase the memories of the past, etc., you know, that's supernatural how God totally removes all those memories, all the bad memories, you know, of, of a war, yes. But, you know, the things that's happened to me, you know, and, and now with my ex-husband and different things like that, you know, and I got divorced 20 years ago for those of you that are new here. But, but the, and he was, he's homosexual. And so, but the point is, all the trauma, all that kind of stuff, he, the, the thing that I, re, I know is that he's still homosexual. Okay, that's not a memory for him to remove because he's still participating in that lifestyle. This month more than ever. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's a long story. But... The point is, all the bad is gone. I can tell you hundreds of phenomenal things about him. But the bad is all gone. And see, and this is what God wants, you know, like where veterans are concerned. And he says, okay, God says there's not a book on it. Hint. <laughs> and so I wrote the book, Miracles for Veterans. And is there any veterans here that have, has not, this is your first service? Any new veterans here this weekend? Or today, I should say, because we, we have some books that we want to give to all the veterans and stuff. And, uh, but the point is, is that God's given me this book as a key to set other veterans free 
full of testimonies of people that have been totally, completely set free. But it's a great book on stress, trauma, anxiety, survivor's guilt, anger, um, on and on and on. Not just for veterans, but it wants to get everybody set free, which is like really, really awesome and amazing. And, and the thing is, what I want to encourage you is that God's going to ask you to do some things that you know you can't. Don't rebuke the thoughts. They're of God. You know, because God's asked me to do so many incredible things. It's just really amazing. And, you know, like to, I have a television program called Miracles Happen. Everything's kind of miracles happen. And, uh, and I just found out that another network picked me up and is playing my television program for free. That doesn't happen. <laughs> you know, Sid Roth plays it on his YouTube channel for free. Even when it says, if you want to donate, they left that on there. Yeah, you know, and I mean, several other networks like that are picking it up and playing it. Oh, we have, and I've got a, a, one, a station in Arkansas, and I'm number one rated in the whole state, which I think is awesome. Not ego, man. It's amazing what God's doing. And in about two weeks, I'm going to go to Kentucky, and I'm going to tour the ark that's in, in, and so God's given me an incredible prophetic word, and as I walk through the ark, then I will deliver it, and that will be part of our television program, starting off probably sometime in the beginning of the year. Because right now, I don't know what's going to happen with America. I know God's, God bless America, God's hand is on America, but you know what? There's also some people that don't want good to happen in America. But I believe that, God, that we are in the, in the spirit realm. God is building, we are building an ark around us to protect us. And that he will take us through. And, and I think, I think he, they were in there for about three months. And going to take us through. And we're going to land on dry land. And, and we're going to begin to really, really flourish here in America. And when did that ark actually take off? I don't know. But I believe that it's happening very quickly. There's a lot of threats going on over the next few weeks. Uh, a lot of shutdowns right now. And I'm like, you lying devil. You know, and, and the thing is, the agenda uh, is to shut down churches. And if you'll notice, all the mosques are still open, but the churches have to be shut down. I mean, and so you have to understand there's an agenda that the enemy is trying to shut our mouths. Hello, masks. I was talking to somebody today and. I was, I was joking with Carrington about, what are you saying? You know, because she was talking about some, she's really loud when she talks. I'm like, what? And so I was kind of messing with her. And uh, I did a good job, didn't I, Carrington? Yeah. <laughs> she's, I think she's just a, a, a chip off the old block. Yeah, that's a compliment. You can take it as a compliment, okay? And uh, that's the way it's meant. But the point is, is that we've got situations going on here and, you know, and what, you know, trying to communicate with people, you know, through the mask. And how many of you can breathe through your mask? Okay, you can, you can, not, not full oxygen. I've actually had my oxygen, oxygenation, my oxygen levels taken 
with my mask on and with my mask off. 95 and 100. So we're not actually breathing enough air through the mask, number one. Now, technically, you can breathe through the mask or you would die. Just be thankful you're not on a plane flight for five hours with a mask. Yeah, you know, I don't get headaches, so I, I tend to have like a little bit of a headache after that long of a trip. And, um, but the thing is, if you can breathe through the mask, the germs can get through the mask. There is no, and I, I mean, I, I've, I have expert doctors, Dr. Stella Emanuel, she's a friend. This, the mask is not protecting us. It's an assignment of the devil to stifle our mouth. Okay? And, uh, you know, do you need prayer over there? Let me pray for you because you've got six foot between you, you know? And, and you know, because the, they won't let, most, a lot of times they won't let you, you know, if a stranger may not let you touch them. And, uh, but otherwise they always let you do. But the point is, is that right now we have um, a lot of different stuff happening in America. And this is a time when we need to pray more than ever, more than ever. Those of you that are new today, want to make sure you got one of these. If you did not, raise your hand. Want to make sure that everybody got one. Okay, we got one over here. Great. And uh, just briefly going through these, the front here has the vision statement of the ministry, uh, a couple of my new books, newest, latest books, and fun t-shirts that say miracles happen, and Nikki's going to stand up because everybody knows who Nikki is, and, uh, she, and you, why don't you stand up too, because you're, model your shirt and your jacket. Ron's got one too. Okay, Ron's got one. They all got the black thing going today, so that's good. But his, he's got a t-shirt on that says, need prayer, ask me. He's ready. Need prayer, ask me. Yes, you get prayer. And then he shuts it up. And then you got miracles happen on a hoodie. Okay? Blankets, of course. We've got some blankets. Highly anointed. Amazing what God does with the blankets. One of them is fine. And, um, and so, what are the colors of Michigan? Blue, gold, green, white. The state of Michigan. I ain't going where football teams are going. So, but we have the purple and the green and the blue, and then we also have the for veterans. It's amazing what God is doing. I want to highlight once again the Healing School, which consists of seven books, 12 hours of teaching on DVD. And uh, it's trains you, equip you to get yourself completely healed in your body, your mind, your soul, your spirit, and finances. Get you healed. Okay, and the guy who played for, prayed for Laura is Craig Miller, Dr. Craig Miller, who's a licensed counselor. He says there's got to be more to this healing, you know, and he's trained under Randy Clark, but came to Houston to get ordained under me and read my books. That says a lot, okay, and so what he knows here. And what he learned through this healing school has made his practice phenomenal. And the results are not years of counseling, moments of counseling, and people are free. And that's what's awesome. And uh, so I, I love the idea of, of about 47 years of information is in those books. And there's a card, scriptural giving, 
books, uh, scriptures to memorize, apply, declare, decree, and give by. Upcoming events in Houston, also live stream. This one right here is if you want prayer today, take a moment. Fill this out. Let us know how you heard about the, the meeting on the back. Put what you want. Fro frozen shoulder. Taken off of her list now. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, facelift. Taken off of her list too on that one. So isn't that good? And, uh, and all the different things, you know, rotator cuffs, knees. Uh, it's been amazing what God has done. Fibromyalgia. I love praying for people with fibromyalgia. There has not been a person here with fibromyalgia this weekend. I know there is today, but there hasn't been. Yeah, not a healing yet, but you're going to get healed with fibromyalgia. Isn't that great? So, yes. And, uh, but what I want to do is I want to just talk for a few minutes about where you are, where you need to be. Now, I don't, I don't know where you are, except for here in the meeting. I don't know where you need to be, but you know what? It, we all, none of us, including me, we've not arrived. You know, like Stephanie was talking about. We have not arrived but we do know that we see a light at the end of the tunnel whenever we get there, which I think is heaven. But all the time, I'm always wanting to learn more about the body, more about healing, more diseases, different things. So I will be better equipped to minister to you and knowing them. Now, my book, um, Healing the Whole Man, this right here hundred, has hundreds of diseases listed in here alphabetically. And, and a general model on how to pray. People are getting so healed through this book. It's amazing. Chapter 12, right here. You pray chapter 12 over people with COVID, they get instantly healed. What? But you know what? Pray these prayers over you every day. And guess what? We don't have to pray for you to get healed of COVID. Because you don't get it. Okay? And so understand in praying these prayers, speaking these prayers, declaring them on a regular basis, because too many people have a compromised immune system, partly because of stress and fear and trauma this year, is that's what's opening the door, you know, for the COVID more than anything. Okay? Pray these prayers, get free, stay free, and COVID free. And I wrote that about 17 years ago, and it talks about it is that's medically that if you... If those are in proper balance, no sickness, disease, or virus can come in. So I keep claiming that in the name of Jesus. Amen? Okay, my book, Power of Prophetic Vision. Uh, that is not about learning how to prophesy. You Can Prophesy is a name of one of my books out there. But this one is the dreams and visions that God has given you. Have you lived them all? Have you experienced them all? There's a whole lot more. And like, I'll give you, a, I've got pages, of, actually I have a whole book on examples of this right now. Uh, there's a lady that uh, I, I, my now ex-husband and I performed her wedding in 1985. And, uh, and I prophesied that she was going to have a little boy. She went home, she wrote in her Bible the boy's name. It was really sweet. And you know what she did? She went on to have three girls. Okay, where's the boy in this? Okay, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to brag per se, but I know the accuracy of my prophetic words. I've given out five, I think, here, and everybody's like, wow, that's really right on. That's really, you know, it was like she really read my mail. But it's like God just tells me these things, and I just repeat. 
And, uh, and so I'm like, okay, okay. So 1985, so in the year 2005, uh, which is 20 years later, uh, one girl is in college, one girl's in high school, and the other one uh, is at home, okay? And so she, she's like, I, I know I'm just really tired. She has a, the, one of the daughters is a special needs, and she just needs to stay home. So she goes to the doctor. She goes, I just don't feel very good. doctor says, you're pregnant. She goes, I can't be pregnant. I haven't been, been with my husband in four years because we've been mad at each other and da-da-da-da-da. Uh, except for that one time. Bingo. Anyway, his name is Seth, and he's just turned 15 this week. So <clears throat> she argued with him, you know, and she was like, this is not what I need. Well, as a result of Seth, God's healed their marriage, which is really awesome, because that's, that's even more exciting than the, than the little boy. But, you know, he is just, he, he's got her beauty, but his looks, if you can imagine a good-looking man, but having it, him just beautiful. So it's just really, really awesome. But the thing is, God's going to give you things, ideas that, okay, oh, by the way, <laughs> she was 47. Wow. 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 How old was she? 47. How old are you? I didn't want to tell everybody, but now they know I'm 47. I didn't. <laughs> well, see, this... Okay, what I'm telling you is that we prayed for her to have a baby yesterday. And, and so all of a sudden I just thought, she's 47. So that's a, an, another confirmation to you that that baby's on the way. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? And, uh, and so this one lady, um, she, she was like my right-hand person. I hate to say she was my right-hand person, but she and her husband traveled with me. They did this with me. She, they were bilingual, which is really good because I do a lot of Spanish meetings and so forth. I have about, I think, 10 or 12 of my books are actually in Spanish. And, uh, and so um, she's, she's been with me. She was with me for six years, and I hate to even kind of connotate that she was with me. Uh, not is with me. She was in charge of our uh, Canadian office and our Houston database, etc. She did a lot in the ministry. <clears throat> and so um, I booked her and her husband on two trips with me, uh, airplane tickets. So she got him in the evening. And so she sends me and my daughter a text. I need to talk with you tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm not meeting with you because you're going to tell me you're going to resign. I don't want to hear it. Not an option. So she came in the next morning, and, and she resigned. Gave two weeks' notice, roughly. And I was like, are you kidding? So here she's 53 years old. In her opinion, she's too short and she's too fat. She's five foot if she stretches, okay? And so she decided to apply to be a flight attendant. I'm like, really? Wouldn't you rather be a passenger with me? Yeah, and pray for the sick and all this kind of stuff. And uh, so she applied uh, along with 27, there was a total of 27,000 applicants. They chose my Sarah. You could have chosen 26,999 other people, but you chose my Sarah. I didn't know the whole story. And she goes, it's all your fault. Because she had heard me teach what's in here. And so she says, it's, once again, she says, it's all your fault. 
I gave up the idea of being a flight attendant because my children were younger. And I just put it on a shelf. I knew it would never happen. She says, I know I'm too old, too short, and too fat. But I thought, whatever, click. The day that she started, which is um, next week, will be two years that she took her first flight. And it was the day, I mean, to the day, 23 years previous to that, that she laid down the dream of ever becoming a flight attendant. And she is loving it. She knows she has an open door to come back anytime, too, by the way. But, but the thing is of what God has done. And the, and the thing is, I, want, I don't want you to give up on your dreams. I don't want you to give up on your dreams. Because they're right there. They're right there. And, uh, you know, and I'm going to give you another one. Um, I literally have a huge page. Uh, and it's just, God, which ones do you want me to share? And I'm going to share I'm gonna share two more. Number one, Terry Sechrist. I don't know if you know who she is. She's, by, she's in the top ten of Young Living Oils. Uh, she's an amazing woman. She's over six foot. She's probably six one, maybe six two. And with that, you most people have really long arms. I have short arms and short and small hands, considering that I'm 5'8". But she's very tall, very slender, long skinny feet, and long hands. She could almost touch the wall, but not quite, okay? <laughs> and, um, and so she had a desire when she was younger. Her mom and dad came to her. We want to put you in lessons. You have a choice, piano lessons or dance lessons. What do you want? Any little girl is going to answer the same thing. Both. Right? Don't make me choose. You're thinking dance, but she ended up, and they made her choose one, so she took piano. And she is an accomplished pianist of every kind of style you can imagine, from worship to Chopin. I mean, just, he's amazing. And, and just, she sings, and she can play, and it's, it's just literally breathtaking. And she said, but I've never learned how to dance. I want to learn to dance to worship the Lord. And to learn how to be elegant in dancing. So she says, because she's seen people dance in services and things like that, and she just really wanted to do that. And so she started taking some lessons, some waltzing lessons. And so I would, she, we would do meetings together and stuff, and she would just dance and waltz to, under the Lord and worship. She was so incredibly elegant. And she goes, this is kind of fun. I'm going to go on to do salsa. I don't even know what the names of the different dances are. But she started learning, and she did like about 10 different kinds. And she won contests. She won this and that. She lives in North Florida. And so they came to do a fundraiser, and they said, we would like for you to dance with Dancing for, dancing for the Stars. And, um, and so all the, the different people came from the area, and they were dancing, and she won. She got a 10 out of all five judges. And she'd only been doing it like four or five years. But see, the thing is, what do you want to do? You know? What, what is your childhood dream? Are you doing it? You know? Like for me, if I wanted to be a gymnast, I think it's a little bit too late on that. But the point is, I've got grandchildren that are gymnasts, which is kind of fun. I never really had a desire to do that. I could, I could do other stuff. I, I was like an Esther Williams in the pool. That's, that's who I was. And I got to meet her one day. That was really cool. And, but the point is, 
What is it? Do you know what God told you years ago? Are you doing that? What's keeping you from doing that? God's going to speak to you in different areas to kind of prick your heart. Remember when I told you when you were three? Remember when I told you when you were five, 15, last year? And so this is what's so important is that here we have all this going on, but what are, what are you doing with this dream? What are you doing with the anointing? What are you doing with your giftings? You know, a few years ago, uh, it was totally not correct for a woman to play the drums. Aren't you glad you didn't listen to them and you listened to her? Right, she didn't have a choice. But... Just exactly what I just said. Yeah. It was too masculine for her to do that. Because you knew the call of God on your life for that. And see, the thing is, because it was so masculine, no man, there's a lot of guys that can't play the drums. But the point is, is it, it's, it's a gifting, and there's a lot of churches that actually have female drummers now. You are phenomenal. Aren't you glad you didn't listen to what your head was telling you? Okay. Yeah, you don't look masculine, because as long as you're all nice and cute and hair is all cute and, you know, let it go. Um, but the point is, is that that right there could have talked her out of her dream. You can't do that. You're a woman. Says who? I know I'm a woman, but, you know, who says you can't because you're a woman? You know, you can't do that because you're too old. You can't do that because you're, you're too fat. All that kind of stuff. All the things that the world would try to put on you and label you, it's time that we remove that. I have a friend of mine named Jonathan Williams, and he has worked for Patricia King, uh, headed up her worship. Uh, he plays the drums also, leads worship, plays the keyboard. He's very, very gifted, uh, was in charge of her resource center, uh, traveled with her, did worship on the road with her, and was in charge of all the editing and filming and everything of all of her television programs, on, 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 okay? And so somebody said, have you ever thought about taking up photography? Because it has a great eye. And he goes, no, I never, never really thought about it. So they said, uh, well, you need to think about it. So he says, okay, God, if you want me to do that, have people just want to give me money specifically for a camera. And a camera doesn't, I mean, a camera, this is okay, okay? But a camera is not cheap. I found out this camera that we rented the other day was an $8,000 camera that goes click, click, and I'm like, Yes, just continue to rent it. Yes, twice a year. And then you're okay. And, uh, but, and then you don't have to worry about it in the maintenance and you get all the new ones when it comes out. And, uh, and so anyway, he, he, God supernaturally provided for him to get a camera. And so he took some pictures of me. He took some pictures of Patricia King. And, and then he says, I just want to get in the political realm. He goes, okay. you know. So he went to some of the, the meetings in Arizona and was taking pictures of the people that were running. They loved the pictures. They used them for publicity. They used them for this. Even the news stations were using his pictures. He's like, wow, this is amazing. He goes, I'd like to be President Trump's photographer. I mean, you're going to dream. You might as well dream big, right? Okay. So he has four children, uh, an amazing wife. 
and her wife, his wife has three companies in, Nash, in uh, Maricopa, Arizona. And then he's, he wants to go up there and leave his good paying job to go up there. Okay. Let me build the scenario a little bit bigger here. So long story short, he got an inroad. Uh, he was interviewed by Mike Pence and his people to become photo editor for Mike Pence, offering 25% of his income. And his wife would have no income. How many of you women would really encourage your husband to take that job? How many of you would encourage your husband not to take that job? But she stood by him. They had over 50 people that did everything they could do to talk him out of it. But he followed through with that. He did get hired and moved to, he lives actually in Washington there. And, um, and so he was that for a while, for about six months. And then he, Mike says, uh, hey, you want to go? I need somebody to go with my wife to be the photographer to Egypt and Israel. You want to go? <laughs> Let me pray about it. Yes. And you know what? He had his passport. We talked about that the other day. Get your passport. Get ready to go. Okay, get ready for what God's called you to do. And so anyway, so they, you know, did that. And, and then, um, then he has a new position, which gives him freedom to do freelance photography, to go on a trip here, do this, do that. Uh, still working in Washington, D.C., uh, really a, a much more influential position. And I know making more money. I don't know how much more, but I know making more money. And, um, and so, and they said, oh. There, we need another photographer. Can you, can you go with Trump and do three of his meetings? He got to be Trump's photographer. That's like really awesome, you know? And so understand, seeing your dreams come to pass is like really awesome. But it's not too late to see your dreams come to pass. Some of you may have way out there ones, like becoming a flight attendant at 53. Becoming a flight attendant at 53. She can stand on those seats and put those packet, those little carry-on suitcases up there without batting an eye. And so understand, the enemy is trying to keep you from what he's called you to do. Oh, well, you can't play the drums. That's just not very feminine. You play it with an amazing ability and gifting. And who cares about feminine or masculine? It's the anointing you want, and you've got the anointing to play it. Okay. And so understand what God is doing right now is he's taking you, he's, he's getting you out of your comfort zone into where God has called you to go. Amen. And it's time that we not quit where that is concerned. And so when you understand the revelation of what I'm talking about and understand that, the, that God has a call on your life, he's given you dreams and visions not to bother you, not to tantalize you, not to go, oh, I'll never do that. You know, I wish I could. I wish I could, you know. And it's like, God's going to open up doors. But we got to get a change of mindset. God, what do you want? What do you want me to do? God wants to provide for you like you've never thought was possible. And then, you know, you've heard the term, new levels, new devils. That is so not scriptural. That is so not scriptural. They said, well, you know how when you launch out in the ministry, you know, you're going to have more devils. I don't speak that. Bible says the blessings of God are running and overtaking me. 
Center on that. Keep your eye on that. There's going to be opportunities to overcome. People are going to try, I'm sure people have tried to talk her previously, out of being a drummer. You're a girl. Girls don't do that. Yes, they do. And they do it well. Okay? And, uh, and the thing is, it's like, how many times have you been talked out of your dream? Okay? You can't do that. Who do you think you are? Okay? When you understand that, the, that God has given you dreams and visions to fulfill, all of you in here are called into the healing ministry. Right. Am I telling you to quit your job? No, I'm not. I'm telling you that people everywhere you go need healing, and you need to be ready, armed, and dangerous to go after it, see them healed, friends or foe, you know, or people in the marketplace, shopping or whatever, you know, because there's people that are hurting, especially right now. And everybody you pray for, get rid of all the trauma and the stress, anxiety and fear, and then you go after the physical problem. Because right now, the doctor's offices are filled with people that are just getting pills to calm them down. Yeah. Yeah. With anxiety, stress, depression, oppression, calm them down, raise them up, sleep, and wake up in the morning. You got pills for, just don't take them at the wrong time. But, you know, and, and but we've got to be able and be equipped to deal with this. And so I'm going to just share a, a, Bible, I, a Bible story. I was talking yesterday, I think it was, how I like to share testimonies and stories in regards to um, a, a woman's translation of the Bible. Now, Amplified is the woman's translation, okay? But I like to call it Jonisms, okay? And there's so much in the Bible that is not um, really explained. Most men, short, sweet, to the point, done. Women may take forever to tell a story. Okay? So what happens is, I don't, I don't get to that point, but I, I like to highlight different things that's going on. Now, I like to take a story out of the Bible and, and share it from a more of an emotional female side. Because the guy says, you know, he fed 5,000, that was great. It's a whole lot more than just fed 5,000, okay? You know, God multiplied the, the, the loaves and the fish, and, and we were good. But the guys forgot to eat, and they get in the boat, and they're going, we're hungry. And Jesus goes, oi vey, when, am I gonna, when are you going to learn? I'll take care of your food, okay? And they had 12 baskets left. Each disciple could have taken one. But you can tell there wasn't a female disciple because she would have gathered them up and taken them on the ship, okay? You know what I'm talking about, Okay. And you got to have women in the church that will help with the potlucks. Some guys will help, but, you know, not putting the guys down. I'm just telling you that it helps to have a woman around to keep you in line. Okay? So here we have a scenario of when um, Peter had fished all night. He'd fished all night. Then Jesus comes up to him and says, you need to go back out and fish and throw the net on the other side. We all know that story. Well, let me tell you the, the, the situations, the reality of Israel and share this story of really, really what was going on. They had no DeVry University. They had no University of Kansas. Whatever your dad was, that's what you were. Okay? 
and your dad, and if your mom, if female, then you would do whatever your mom did, okay? And that was the only training in education, okay? Peter was a, Jesus was a, yes, okay? And at this point, I don't know if Jesus and Peter had actually met yet, but I don't think so. So this is like their first encounter. But everybody knew that Jesus was a carpenter, okay? And Peter was well known for a fisherman. Now, in the city of Magdala, the, um, he, his ship, was responsible for the fish for the whole town. So he comes back with nothing, and that means no protein for the whole city. Not good. Very disappointed. You know, it's like, oh my, I tried, man. I tried. So then this guy comes out of nowhere and says, hey, man, go back out. Now, and we all know he goes back out and he catches a whole bunch of fish. But let me tell you the scenario of really what happens on the Sea of Galilee. To this day, they never fish at not, in the daytime. You go fishing in the night or early morning when it's, the sun might not quite come up yet. But when it's darker, that's when you, that's when you fish. So Jesus is telling them to go out at the wrong time of the day. And then fish, boat goes through the water, fish go on this side, not this side. So you're telling him, Jesus is telling him to throw his nets on the other side and he'll catch a whole bunch of fish, whatever. And then you have to understand, now here's the scenario. This is the conversation I envisioned that they had, though I'm not speaking Aramaic because you wouldn't understand it and neither would I. So Jesus comes to him and says, I want you to go back out and fish, throw them on the other side, da, 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 Peter is going, thinking in his head, so you want me to go back out in daylight and fish? Carpenter. <laughs> and then you want me to throw the net on the other side, he's thinking wrong side, Carpenter, and I'm going to get a whole bunch of fish. And then there's two ways that you could hear this next statement. But at your will, I will obey. Does that sound like Peter? No. <laughs> Not at all. But that's the words that he used. But I'm going to say it with a little different connotation. But at your word, I will obey. I'm so going to prove you wrong, Carpenter. <laughs> Ever had a scenario like that where you try to prove God wrong? Yeah, you're doing it right now, <laughs> okay, here in the ministry. But see, the thing is, is that God, he doesn't want to prove him wrong. God wants to prove him right. And, and everything was against Peter. It was all odds against Peter. This is not going to happen. He goes out, he catches so many fish, he's having to call his friends, bring in two more boats, make a total of three boats to gather up all of the fish to get them to shore. Well, the city was very happy because they got to eat dinner that night. But the point is, Peter made his living that way. So they come to shore. How many fish did they, because they counted them, how many fish? That money. 
It was 153. Okay, 153. In the Aramaic language, every number represents a word. Okay, 153 is God with us. 154, which meant something else, is a sign that God is with us. The point of the story is because it's just a great story. Sometimes we just need to do things differently. We can get stuck in the mud. We can get stuck in our comfort zone. This is the way we've always done it. This is the way we've always prayed. Y'all have learned a whole new way, an additional way of praying, but we're seeing tremendous results here, and people are getting healed. But you know what? When I leave, healing angels will remain usually two per person that came to learn. And you're going to see a greater anointing in the people that you pray for, but not just you know, the anointing. You're going to see more people healed than ever before in your entire life. And you're going to go, go God. Amen. But see, you've learned a different way of giving. But it's so much, it's so much fun. What are you going to do the offering? Going to do? Now, like people walk in sometimes, uh, first, first night, you're going to do an offering, right? Not, oh my God, you're going to do an offering? Okay, shift your attitude because you start getting really excited about getting to give because of what God has already done. And you know what? He's not done being done. Amen. Okay, he's getting ready to pour out blessings, just like that, the testimony I shared about this guy, literally out of the clear blue, gets a half a million dollar contract construction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and so God is going to raise people up to help meet your need. Okay? But sometimes, once again, we've got to think differently. This guy called him out of the clear blue. Okay? Now, understand, that's the word I gave you, that you're going to have people calling you. I didn't even know what you did. But that people are going to start calling you because they want you. Not anybody else. They want you. And word of mouth or previous work that you've done. They're going to want you. So you got to get all your little teams in alignment and get ready. You know? Hallelujah. Get, I don't know if you got business cards, Facebook page with your company name on there. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yep, no problem. And all your friends on Facebook will know your company and they will share it. Yes. And so what was neat is that Nikki Ward re- did a healing school yesterday, same time at 2.30, and I was doing a healing school yesterday. And that was so fun. And it was, it was a huge success. Huge success. Three months ago, she didn't want to get near a microphone. <laughs> so she posted on Facebook, if you want me to come and teach at your church, just let me know. I'm like, go, Nikki. Go, Nikki. <laughs> You know, she's an accountant by trade. She does 501c3s for people and all that kind of stuff. And she is just like, I like holding a microphone. I can do this as long as I'm using Joan's book. But it was so cute. She was so incredibly excited. And I told her, I said, we stopped yesterday and prayed during the service for her service over there, which is like really awesome. And, but I just want to really encourage you God has done amazing things here this weekend. And he's not done, which is like really awesome. 
And, uh, but I just want to, I just want, I'm going to pray and then we'll receive this afternoon's offering. And if you have seen, you know, we've already seen miracles happen as a result. And some of you have seated for a breakthrough in your ministry, in your, in your business, and you're getting prophetic words that line up with exactly what you want to happen. So God's already answered and multiplied your seeds. So Father, I just thank you. I thank you that we get to give, that we don't have to give, but we get to give. And so Father, right now I ask you to speak to each one what you would have them to give. Father, I thank you that you've spoken. And I thank you, Father, for releasing the financial angels to go and gather up funds and just totally, completely bless them. Bless them. They can say, the blessings of God are running and overtaking me. Hallelujah. And uh, we're going to give these away. And I'll make sure everybody understands that that I'm going to give six away today. And when Nikki gets them in her hand, you go, Nikki, as long as you haven't gotten one already. Okay, so this is fun. And I'm going to start off with freedom from depression. Uh, I talk about depression, what it is. It's usually an emotional earthquake, getting your chemicals out of, a balance, out of balance. You need to pray for the chemicals to go back into par perfect harmony and balance. I do a teaching on what is depression, different kinds of depression. Nikki, hey, hey is for horses, but she got it anyway, that's grace. Okay, this is hearing the voice of God and responding. She got the name right. I mean, Nikki walks in, they're going, Nikki, Nikki, when we came earlier today. Freedom from fear, getting rid of fear. That's right. They're going to be offended if you're not careful. Yes, these, these over here watch football. They don't. I know your name like that. You don't hand me anything. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, really. This is called True Communion. It's taught by my husband, Kelly. It's incredible revelation in regards to... No, the hand doesn't do it. But incredible, incredible revelation in the area of communion. Uh, he's actually working on a book and it's such, and those that have been ordained, which I think we got about four or six of us in here that have been ordained to the ministry, that this one right here, it's like this is one of the most memorable times of the ordination services when we all do communion. It's amazing. I can't hear you over there. Okay. Okay. Come on, I don't want you to walk out going, I'm offended they didn't give any. She didn't even go to my side. Well, I can't help that. That's why I don't hand them out. You can get mad at her, not me. Okay, this one is called, yeah, this is called goals. Very important to set goals. And, uh, and I mean, I, I went back to the room last night, and I crossed off a couple of goals that I accomplished last night, and then I wrote a couple down, I need to do this today. And I got, I attempted to do a couple of them of prayer calls, but they didn't answer the phone and um but i've left some prayer calls and things actually I, I had three and but the thing is i write a list usually before i go to bed at night so that i don't go oh i need to do this tomorrow i need to do this i gotta take a note help me help me help me remember 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 it's a whole lot easier just to write it down before you go to bed okay but it's very important that we have goals up oh, i heard somebody over there 
As long as you didn't get one earlier, then you can share. We got one more. Don't, you don't get to sit down. I'm just going on this side in hopes that they're going to yell. Okay, y'all, shh. <laughs> I'm going to help them. We got we to gotta give them a little advance here. Okay, this one is called Promises of Abundance. Me reading scriptures on abundance. Yes, financially, but abundance in every area. Joy, peace, happiness, etc. Just as long as you, as long as you haven't gotten one, okay. Now, I think didn't Eileen? Didn't you get one already? No. Okay, not this trip. No. That's good. I understand that. We're trying. As Chris goes behind me. Okay. Um, did anybody? Everybody have their offering planted? Okay, we've got one more. And say, go and grow. Amen? Okay, well, earlier I had a word for you, but I forgot it. Sorry. No, just kidding. <laughs> I, I, the Lord told me to go minister to somebody. That's fine. And uh, I'm not going to override the devil. I'm not going to override God for it by any means. But, but your name, and I, I was telling everybody, I said, I, I tend to prophesy, and it, and it correlates with your name. Now, a butler, butler is a very powerful word. Um, and I'll give you a, I'm going to, I'll give you, of course, a story. Uh, how many of you know who Rennie McLean is? He's not very well known, okay, uh, but has a worldwide influence, and he's an apostle, and he's based out of the Dallas area, and a few years ago, he was saying, God, send somebody to me that can help me do what I need to do and what you've called me to do in the ministry, so this lady shows up, and, and is, is helping him and blessed him. It's like, okay, you need some new suits. Let's go shopping. So $30,000 of suits later and shirts and ties and shoes and the whole bit. Obviously, he needed a bunch. Here, I'll take that for you. Okay. And so at that point, she says, you know, now what, what about, you know, your wife? Does she need a, a new wardrobe? Not just a suit, but a whole new wardrobe. Are you going to turn that down? Thank no. You. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So anyway, and, and so she gets a whole new wardrobe. Hers is about $50,000 worth of new wardrobe. Okay. And they were like really launching out into ministry, traveling the world, huge influence. And I'm sorry that you don't know who he is because he's, he's really amazing. He's been on lots of television programs. Uh, Maldonado, uh, Guillermo Maldonado. He's his apostle and his pastor. So uh, it's, he has a, a real high realm of influence. And so um, anyway, so he, you know, he was doing this. And she goes, I got a plane. Where do you need to go? He would pick him up, fly him over, do that, and then bring him back. It was awesome. And so he prayed for God to send him a butler. Okay? And so he says, she, she says to him, do you want to watch? And he goes, Mine, mine's fine. And she goes, my time with you is over, and walked out of his life. Okay? God's going to send you butlers. Okay? And those are people that are going to help fund the call of God on your life. Do you have a drum set at home? Not yet. Is that what you said? Not yet? Okay, this is going to be fun for mom. But God's getting ready to bless you with one. Okay? 
Thank you, Jesus. My daughter wanted to learn how to play the drums. And uh, she said, well, all I need is a drum set. The next day I get a call. Does your daughter want a drum set? I have an extra one I'm getting rid of. Thank you, Jesus. Garage is good. Upstairs, back hallway, that's great too. And, and like while you're at work. I know it's your sister, but I don't know if she lives with you or, or close enough. Close, okay. So your mom's going to have, y'all's mom's going to have to work with you on that or whatever. Are you in your own apartment? Just play away from your neighbors or while they're at work. Okay, but see, God's looking for people that he can bless. And the thing is, is, is like where your name is concerned, that God is sending you a butler. I'm praying for some butlers in my life in the ministry. God is going to send you butlers to help fund the call of God on your life. And the thing is, the word of God says that God's going to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. As you take the light in the Lord, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. So I was looking uh, through this magazine, Facebook kind of a thing, and I'm like, these are like, this is like in March. Perfect. I'm a designer by trade years ago, okay? And I love to decorate and all that kind of stuff. I saw the perfect bookcases for my house. You know that perfect thing? The, the perfect bookcases. And I'm like, okay, so I looked it up, and it was, they were $600 a piece, which made it $1,200. I'm like, we don't really know what's going to happen with the economy this year. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do it. And uh, that was tough. I had the money in savings, had plenty of money, but I just want to make sure that I have plenty of money to take me through the end of the year and not touch that. And so I used self-discipline, and I didn't get them. And, uh, and then about three days later, I got a text from one of my spiritual sons. He says, is there something that you want personally, but you don't want to spend it right now? I just put $1,100 in your account. He'll give you the desires of your heart. So then I order the bookcases, which are perfect in their location. But when I ordered them, instead of $600 a piece, they were two for $600. So I had money to tithe, money to give. And then I made a dinner, invited my son-in-law over, who put it together. Isn't that good? Okay. But the thing is, no matter what's happening in the world, God's going to supply all of our needs. He's going to give us some of our wants also. And as long as we keep him in the forefront and keep him first, we're going to see incredible things happen. If you're believing God for you know, a new pair of shoes or this, that, and the other, you never can tell what's going to just show up. You know, there's something from my kitchen that is a very... Um, it will help facilitate what I need. And it's easier to buy it rather than build it. I have not been able to find it. And it's like Siri can hear my brain. And it popped up on my computer, on my phone this afternoon. It's already been shipped. I'm like, hallelujah. It's going to be very fun when it arrives. You know, but the point is, God, and it's like, God, this is going to make my, my kitchen much more functional. I'm thinking this. I've talked about it in Houston with the people that live at the house. And I'm like, okay. And all of a sudden, there it is. Exactly what we're trying to design in our mind, it's there. It's a whole lot easier than building it. It's there. It's going to be great. 
Can't wait to see it. It's going to be great. Awesome. And <laughs> I don't need to go in detail on that, but there's several things. But there's several things I want to do to make the kitchen more efficient, you know, and more practical and things like that. And it's just like, it's just happening. And so understand, you know, God, he hears you. He hears your thoughts. What do you want? What do you want? You know, I know she needs to get healed of fibromyalgia, so come on up here. And bring your sheet. You got your sheet filled out. You look like you got more than fibromyalgia going on. Yeah. Okay. This is why we do the blue sheets. Not to embarrass her. I mean, white sheets. Not to embarrass her by any means. But this is, this is kind of normal. She has a little bit larger handwriting. So most of the time there's even more than this. And I can't remember she telling me and me write and remembering all this. That's why we have these. Much less her coming up here to remember all of this. So this is very, very beneficial. Those of you that are new, we take these home. We pray over them for 30 days. And when the offering envelope is the same. We pray over for about 30 days. And we're going to need some stuff. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, she's had nine years of pain since the birth of her youngest, which obviously the child is now nine years old. Um, was it a, an easy birth, hard birth, easy, easy carrying, easy, and the baby's fine? Everything was easy. He was fine. It was, I thought he was positioned wrong in my stomach, and I couldn't get him to move. Then he was born, and then the pain never left. And like contractions never left? No. He was born fine, perfectly okay. healthy. He's still a pain. <laughs> um, we cut those words off in the name but of he Jesus. Is, Donna knows he's on fire for God. He's he's an amazing child. Um, he will go up to anybody and just pray for them. Um, he's got a huge anointing of healing on him. Um, he's just awesome. <laughs> well, you're going to share your videos with him also. Because so, he's going to learn and be even more equipped. Yeah, and... Um, so it was like three months before he was born. I just I was a CNA at the time. He, I just thought he was sitting wrong because whatever. And he had the pain. He was born, and then the pain just never left. It just got worse. And then we went to the doctor. They did a surgery to repair it. And then um, he wouldn't do anything else, so I lost my job. And then um, we went to a different doctor, and he said that I needed a hip replacement. And so I've still had the pain since then. And then now my So have you had the hip replacement? No. Okay. No. That's they say I won't because I'm too young. Yeah, November 15th is scheduled for surgery. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. Yes. She caught that fast. <laughs> okay. So you've had your ankle fused. So you can't... Yes. Which, which one? Left. Okay. You can hold here and hold on to her there or that arm, either one. And just, you know, just kind of like hold on to it and then show me what you can't mm -hmm. do. And I just broke it too this year. Okay, so you just broke <laughs> it this year, and then you had it fused together, or I you had it fused? It, no, I broke it in '94. It was fused in 2011, and then um, I've had numerous surgeries on it to um, take out the cartilage, or not the cartilage, to arthroplasty, 
And then on May 30th this year, I broke my fifth metatarsal in the foot. Don't do and that. And I just started walking on it about a month ago. Okay, so you still got a lot of pain yeah. in there. <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. You got knee, um, knee, and I'm going to go down. I'll pray for both knees. I mean, you know, yeah, it just kind of comes together. Okay, and I'm going to have you kind of step this way just a little bit. Um, okay, the last part here, forgetfulness, memory loss, um, tiredness, exhaustion, that a lot of times can be just low um, hormones, in particular testosterone. So we're going to pray for that to be healed also, okay, to go back into balance. Okay, so... Um, and no clue what originally brought on the pain. Um, the only thing that my, well, it's a generational, um, as far as the fibromyalgia, it's generational. It's my mom's has it. Okay. Um, well, fibromyalgia is brought on because of a traumatic event. I was in a severe car accident in 94, and that's okay. why we think where a lot of the other stuff stems from, is from the car accident in 94. We okay. um, were on our way to prom. Um, my ex-boyfriend, we didn't drink because I didn't drink and I didn't allow him to drink that time. Um, he hired a plane on water and we hit a tree head on and um, I went through the windshield and then came back down. Okay. So, a little bit of trauma in here. You have no idea who you're sitting next to. Okay. And that's what's important is that we be aware and sensitive to the person like, how are you? I'm fine. You know they're lying. That's the biggest lie in the church. You know, it's like, no, really, how are you? Can I pray with you? Okay, so you ready? Mm -hmm. Say bye-bye fibromyalgia. Bye-bye <laughs> fibromyalgia. And you can keep your eyes open, too. I didn't get all dressed up for you to shut your eyes, okay? <laughs> so do you have a hearing problem? Yes. I'm okay. That bilateral hearing loss. Okay, that wasn't word of knowledge. That's, no, you're fine. The average person. Okay, so Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just curse all the trauma in, your, in her life since conception. Even the trauma involving conception. And Father, all the childhood dreams that were stolen, all the childhood memories that she would have liked to have had that was stolen. Father, right now, take all that trauma away in Jesus' name. I curse the spirit of depression, oppression. In Jesus' name. Any and all forms of suicide. In Jesus' name. Hopelessness is cursed. In Jesus' name. Spirit of fibromyalgia is cursed. Spirit of pain throughout this body is cursed. Command to go all cellular Memory of the pain is commanded to go in Jesus' name throughout this body in Jesus' name and down her back. Chronic fatigue syndrome is also cursed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I speak health and wholeness. Hold your head up. Health and wholeness. You can open your eyes. Watch this. Health and wholeness in her neck all the way down the spine. Osteoporosis gone. Can you tell you're growing? You're getting taller. God's restoring your vertebrae and your disc. All osteoporosis to go. Any form of arthritis to go. In Jesus' name. 
in Jesus' name. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak supernatural hip replacements. In Jesus' name, you only need one. I understand that over here. But you know what? You might as well get a tweak on both of them. In Jesus' name, supernatural double knee replacement. In Jesus' name, all pain gone. In Jesus' name, all of the trauma in this left ankle and foot, I command all of that trauma to go in Jesus' name to become unfused, totally healed in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And I speak new shoulders. You can tell the pain's gone in it. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I speak two new rotator cuffs in Jesus' name. And I command all of the shame to go. I command the chemicals in this body to return to perfect harmony and balance in Jesus' name. I command the electrical and magnetic frequencies in this body to return to perfect harmony and balance in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, all cellular memory of the pain to literally leave this body. I command the hormones to return to normal in Jesus' name. And as she goes off the pain medication, Father, right now, no addictive problems getting off in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All tiredness, exhaustion, and I command all insecurity to go in Jesus' name. And when we get done, I'll have you get a position to win. Okay? And the real you. Those two CDs for her. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just command all pain to go. And, Father, right now, I thank you for restoring to her what the enemy has stolen. Loss of job, loss of energy, even loss of relationship and time. It's like, oh, you can't, you just can't. I want you to hold me. I want you to hold me. It just hurts so bad. So restoring that to this couple in Jesus' name. I command the pelvic area to rotate and to go into position in Jesus' name. All trauma, all scar tissue in this area to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Now check your body wherever you want to check it. Thank you, Jesus. That's okay. Do it again, but say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Ouch. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, where did it ouch at? I'm sorry, what? You said ouch. Where does it ouch? It's the knees. Okay. And the hips. Okay. Father, all pain gone, not some, all of it gone in Jesus' name. Brand new hip in Jesus' name. All arthritis is commanded to go. All pain and cellular memory of the pain is commanded to go in Jesus' name. Let's start off with doing this. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Do it again a few times. Thank you, Jesus. We want to hear you. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, then thank you, Jesus. Okay, where is it pinching at? It was right here, just in a sort of pain at the back. 
Okay, we don't want that. That's all. No, that's not all. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command the sciatic nerve to be released, all pain and inflammation to go, all of those hip joint to go back into proper alignment, releasing that nerve in Jesus' name, and all trauma from that area to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Do a little wiggle again. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Thank you, Jesus. Except for, okay, you, don't want to, I don't mind hearing that, but Holy Ghost therapy, you know, regular therapy, one, two, three, four, Holy Ghost therapy, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay? Do you have any pain of fibromyalgia left? No. Nine years, and it's gone. That's awesome. Okay? Thank you. That's how I have to get my exercise. Okay, thank you, Jesus. It works out really good because we get lots of exercise together. How's that feeling? Good. Good. Thank you, thank Jesus. You, Jesus. How's your neck? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Okay, then you go like this. Whoop. Thank you, Jesus. Other foot. Thank you, Jesus. I do it with the other foot, your left foot. Thank you, Jesus. Does that hurt anymore? Okay, because it actually went like that, you know. Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, no, and yeah. <laughs> no, and yeah. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I command the rest of that pain to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You see that? Now, do, do this one. This is kind of wild, just kind of this way. Yeah, with your left foot. You couldn't do that when you came in, did you? Mm -hmm. Could you? Not that far, no. Isn't that great? That's awesome. Thank okay, you, Okay, now we're going to do it again. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus. Jesus. I'm twice your age, so I'm not going all the way. Okay, so thank you. Thank you. Jesus. How's that feeling? A little bit like right through here. With other knee good? Yeah. Awesome. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I command that little bit of pain to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What? She can if she wants yeah. to. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he knows the miracle of that. Right. Isn't that great? That's awesome. Now, just remember... Because you're probably like 90, 95% healed. And just, you know, as you walk around the house to make you a little bit more comfortable, thank you, Jesus. Kind of flirt with him and go, thank you, Jesus. And then you go, thank you, Jesus. Okay? And exercise the areas that have like a little bit left of the soreness, and you'll, you'll be totally healed. I mean, just the rest of the way. But I mean, you've come a long way. Isn't that great? Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Amen, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. She's so sweet. She won't, I just, I need sleep. I gotta get out of here by 10. She was so cute. She's pulling her little braids. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get some sleep. I have school tomorrow. Too funny. Pastor, come on up. Pastor's got pain. He's going to leave without pain. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah. Battle Creek.
Thank you for coming. Thank you. Do you need an aortic valve replaced? I've had it done. You've had it done? Yeah, in 2013. Okay, because I know about the other surgery, okay? And the doctor told me that the surgeon said you could never have an MRI because there's a metal, metal ring in the valve. Hmm, interesting. So doctors have been trying to guess what's wrong with me ever since. Okay. So is your wife, but that's another story. <laughs> Just kidding. Um... It's a long story. I'm trying to write a little bit. Yeah, that's, I, I got the general gist here. Okay. Um, you've had surgery, brought on scar tissue, brought on trauma, possibly hit a nerve, and you're in pain. Yeah, it feels like nerve pain. What? It feels like nerve pain all through, okay. my, all through my rear end and my back. And it mm -hmm. keeps torquing my lower back, all the pain. <clears throat> okay. Makes it exciting preaching. You're trying to preach, and all you can think about is how bad you hurt. Yeah, for five years. I mean, five and a half years. I can't, and then if I, I can't sit, mm -hmm. things that I, I'm a musician, but I've quit playing my music because of the setting. It's evolved. It's real painful. I, I can't sit, sit at my desk and study because of the pain. Mm -hmm. But I know this sounds kind of personal, but especially to a pastor. Um, how's your tailbone? Do you have any idea? Uh, I fell on my tailbone when we got married 50 years ago, 51 years ago. You just knocked him off his feet. Yeah, well, I, fell, I, I, fell, I, fell, I fell right on my head, and it got a cyst on my tailbone. I just it, felt like there was a problem with your tailbone also. That had, to be, that had to be lanced. Okay, so the cyst has been removed. Yeah. Okay. I got a lot of scar tissue there. Well, that's all going too. I won't get too personal with your back, but I won't go below your belt. Mm -hmm. But I'll go on your, your spine, and I can tell what's happening on in your tailbone because of where my fingers will be. Okay, so, um, but anyway, this is going to be a great day for you. Good. <laughs> Good? You've definitely come to the right place. Yeah. Okay, so Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma in this life and in this body in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that his heart is working good. We just ask that you might as well dissolve the metal in Jesus' name so he can fly more and not set everything off, as in comparison, he won't need an MRI. So, Father, well, that, I don't know about that. If miracles happen, hallelujah. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak health and wholeness into the entire digestive system from the going in to the going out. And, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma uh, in this, the, I'm going to get to the neck in a minute, but all the way down the spine, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, and any of the trauma that happened uh, in the lower area, all pain gone, in Jesus' name, scar tissue gone, any form of, of uh, pinched nerve, damaged nerve, I command every bit of that to go regarding the previous surgery, and then also the tailbone. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just curse all of the trauma, the pain, cellular memory of the pain, and I command the tailbone to turn and to go into the proper position 
in Jesus' name, all pain, all bruising, uh, cellular memory of pain, specifically in the tailbone, all scar tissue to go in Jesus' name. Can you feel anything? Okay. Sometimes people do, sometimes people don't. But there's, there's movement in these vertebrae right here. And that's what's important. Thank you, Jesus. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak health and wholeness into this neck, all the way down the spine, height to be restored. Any form of osteoporosis or arthritis is cursed, commanded to go in Jesus' name. Every bit of pain to go. And this is really appropriate, this next prayer. The thing is, he has had an assignment against him, a death of his destiny. He can't do the music. He can't sit down. He can't study. He can't do all this kind of stuff. There's a variety of other things that, you know, uh, that he can't do because of this. So there's an assignment of death. So, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just curse this assignment of death over his destiny in Jesus' name. I speak a brand new prostate, which we pray that over everybody over 40. I think you're over 40. Yeah, just you're just three years older than me. So, Father, right now in the name of, but I don't have a prostate problem. Isn't that good? So I speak a brand new prostate in the name of Jesus. I command the hormones, especially testosterone, to go back into perfect harmony and balance in Jesus' name, restoring the energy that he has lacked. And, Father, I thank you for even healing his sleep in Jesus' name. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I don't know if you can tell, like, if you, you know, kind of do the little wiggle thing or thank you. I don't know if I can sit down. You can sit right there. Okay, but that's not where you had the surgeries. That's where the pain is over from, okay. the, from the crotch all the way across. Okay, stand up, and I'm going to have you put that, t that side to that direction. Yeah, like that. And then you're going to put your hand on the general area. And I'm going to put my hand on your hand. So it's getting better, though. Sit, tailbone good? Yeah. Okay. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just command this whole pelvic area to go back into place. I command the sciatic nerve to be released. All this pain and cellular memory of the pain is commanded to go in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, go ahead and have a seat again right here. Thank you, Jesus. just sore. Okay, pain's gone, but just sore. It's, it's tingling and it's sore. Okay, keep your hand right there. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command that tingling and the rest of that soreness to go in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Do a little wiggle on the chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward! <laughs> Notice I didn't say his name, so this is good. Yeah. How's that feeling? It's feeling good, yeah. All the pain gone? Not yet. The pain or soreness you got? Uh, it's just sore, is all I can tell you. Isn't that good? Yeah. Because you were in pain. It was, it, was th it was throbbing pain, but the pain is not there right now. It's not coming back. Yeah. See, it's not there right now. No, don't expect it to come back. Okay, I'm going to have you sit back in the chair straight as best you can. And I'm going to have Chris measure your legs, but, but I want you to do it really, really slowly. Because I don't want to affect that. And if it hurts, you tell them to stop, okay? 
You're just going to measure your legs. You're doing, he's doing really good. Hold them up. Does that hurt at all? Okay, that's awesome. Okay, this one appears to be longer. Is that correct? Okay, which means your pelvic area is out of alignment. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just command, all, yeah, let him carry your weight of their legs. Relax. Good. Okay, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I command the spine to line up. In Jesus' name, I command the legs to be the same length. In Jesus' name, in this pelvic area, to go into the proper position. In Jesus' name, releasing the rest of that, the pain and the soreness. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. A little bit more, he says. Okay. Say, thank you, Jesus. Okay. Now I'm going to have you stand up, and I'm going to have you sit down. Okay. It's feeling better. Yeah. Is it like the all the pain and the soreness gone? Or maybe like a little tight soreness kind of a thing that you can work uh, out with well, a little bit of hula? In, in the upper, inside of the upper thigh. Okay. And right up towards the rectum area. Okay. It's where it's really hurting. Okay. Is it still really hurting there? It's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you say, because you can get more finger, more hands yeah. on it. Right there, I got it right, right there where it hurts a lot. Okay. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I send the word of healing to the groin area all the way from here to the hip to the groin to the rectum. In Jesus' name, all scar tissue to go, all trauma that was affected by the surgery, I command it to be gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Command it to be released in Jesus' name. The muscles to return to your proper length in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, how's that feeling? It's feeling good. All the pain gone? Yep. What? It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> praise God is right. Isn't that awesome? You're going to have a nice ride home tonight. Yeah, hard ride here and a nice ride home tonight. Because I broke my back uh, in the year, I think, 1999. I have so much compassion for people who broke their back. I had to stand like this at my job and work on the computer because I couldn't sit. I would have to, when I came from like being driven to work, because I couldn't drive, being driven to work, I'd lay down in the back seat. Oh, to have employees like this, right? Okay, and, you know, and so, and God healed me. It was, you know, just in a matter of like within a month, but he totally, completely healed me. And the thing that's really neat is, I tell you what, you wouldn't wish back problems on anybody. It was, it was just excruciating. Okay, upper, lower, middle. Uh, L4, L5. Okay. It's from a coal mining accident that I had when I was younger. Okay. And it was a pretty bad surgery. They they did a pretty work on my. And all that all that scar tissue in your back is now gone in Jesus' name. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) Awesome. Now you can go to your own seat. Thank you. Thank you for coming. You see the difference in him walking? You see that smile on his face? <laughs> Woohoo! As he sits down yet again. Hallelujah. Okay, Ron, you want to bring him up?
He's going, I want to get in on this. That's good. Careful of the gavel there. Okay. And does he live in the Battle Creek area also? Oh, he lives with you. So he really lives close to you. Yeah. Okay, let me have your piece of paper, and then I'll shake your hand. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. And Niles, are you from England? No. 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 Yeah. Okay. And um, and how old are you? Good question. My friend. Your friend, yes. Yes. 55. That's a good speed limit, though I like 70 better. <laughs> Double grace. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma in this life, in this body, in Jesus' name. This diagnosis, probably even in the womb, all the trauma from conception, I command every bit of it to go in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command the DNA to line up in Jesus' name, the chromosomes to go back into perfect balance and correctly in Jesus' name. I curse the spirit of leukemia in Jesus' name. I speak two new kidneys in Jesus' name, and I curse every bit of arthritis throughout this body, in his neck, all the way down the spine, height to be restored in Jesus' name. And Father, all pain in the legs and the knees to go in Jesus' name. Say, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's got that down. So that's really good. That's really good. Hallelujah. I need, I need my stuff out of here. I didn't get it out before the service. So much little goodies in here. It's so fun. Okay. Got it. Okay. Like I said, I've been using hand sanitizer for over 15 years. This is no, nothing new. But sometimes it's just good to, to use it. You know, whether you're praying for the sick. You know, I've used this stuff going to Haiti, India, different things like that. It's just been absolutely awesome. And I am reminded I forgot to pray for your ears. Can't forget that one. Okay. Look at that smile. That is like so awesome. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any form of deafness. In Jesus' name, I command these ears to open up. In Jesus' name, and Father, we just cut off any of the words that the doctors have said that's only going to get worse. Surprise, surprise. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I shared with them. Okay. And... Um, uh, I shared yesterday that, um, there's that phone again. I don't know if it's a cell phone or who, what it is, but it just keeps ringing. It's God, okay? I don't think God needs prayer, but, you know. I've had some people that have called, and then they an it just answered, and they hung up, but they hit the wrong button. And they were calling the friend who owned the phone for prayer. 
I'm praying, and the person on the other end got healed. Whoa. Trying to turn the phone off. So, you know, God, God uses all kinds of interesting things, so, which is great. And, um, but anyway, I got diagnosed with macular degeneration over 10, 12 years ago. And I, and I went outside, and I said, I cut those words off. You're going to go through menopause. You're going to do this. So I said, I'm going to skip you, dude. I'll ride over menopause, which I did. And I said, and I cut off any words he spoke in regards to macular degeneration. I said, I speak macular regeneration in Jesus' name. Had my eyes examined, um, I don't know, four or five years ago. And I, I go uh, regular, fairly regularly, and uh, just to get them, you know, make sure they were doing okay. And, uh, and so they said, we have it down that you have macular degeneration. We don't see that. I'm like, <laughs> hallelujah. Because I, I don't have it anymore. Isn't that great? And so, you know, things like, thank you, Jesus. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. Do you need prayer? Yeah. Yeah. Stiffness. Just stiffness? Well, you know that comes with age. But see, we're never going to get diagnosed with OLD. It may come for the aged on somebody else, but not us. Right? Yes, ma'am. Right. Hallelujah. All over? No, mostly hands and knees. Okay. And uh, I forgot to put on my list the other night, uh, chronic sinus and cough, which okay. people jump these days. Yes. You oh, you're coughing. Yeah, well, at least I'm not in a coffin. We gotta have fun. We gotta have fun. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma in this life, in this body, in Jesus' name, I command it to be gone. In Jesus' name, the trauma that originated the sinus problem. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just command that trauma to go, and I command healing mm. to the sinus cavity mm. and sinuses in Jesus' name, and no more sinus headaches and no more sinus problems. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for clearing out her lungs in Jesus' name and no more coughing in Jesus' name. I command all stiffness uh, to leave this body in Jesus' name. And they've spoken over her because of the age. Well, what do you expect? No, we expect youngness and restoration in Jesus' name. No matter if we're 60s, 70s, retirement, refirement age, all stiffness to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, ma'am. I don't know who you are, but you just come across as just the sweetest lady ever. Okay, and they verified it. Okay, so... She has a lot of stuff on here. And, um, let's see, Aline, I'm going to pray some, and then some has to do with her house and this, that, and the other. So I'm going to let you take care of that. And I'm going to try to make sure I've got most of the things here. Uh, so you have a fracture in your vertebrae. Yeah, I fell down last week. <laughs> you fell down last week, so you got some pain in the no, tailbone. Right now, it's, uh, it's getting better. Okay, so where are you from originally? From Italy. From Italy. Yes. So that's what we've been eating a lot of food here is from Italy. For the tailbone, when I sit too long, okay. it hurts in my, my eyes. Okay. 
So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma in this life, in this body. The trauma from the fall, I command all that to go. I command the tailbone to be healed, go into proper position in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, all fear of falling, again, to go also in Jesus' name. And Father, I speak health and wholeness into the eyes, any form of cataracts to go in Jesus' name. Father, I speak a new vertebrae, wherever that one that got fractured is, to completely be restored in Jesus' name. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just speak uh, the tear ducts to function properly, releasing the proper levels of of fluid into the eyes in Jesus' name, and I command the cataracts to be supernaturally wiped off of the eyes yeah. in, G in Jesus' name. Have you had radiation? No cancer or anything like that? No. Okay. But I get this twitch that makes my eyes close. Okay. Well, Father, we command the twitch to go, which is usually brought on by stress. Command all that to go, and you're having problems with fluid in your eyes and fluid in your yeah. mouth. That's why I was asking about the yeah. Um, you know, radiation. So, Father, right now, I thank you for healing her saliva glands so they will produce more saliva in Jesus' name. The whole mouth um, and lips to be moist in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for healing her teeth and the molars in Jesus' name. And, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I command just moisture in a special way uh, to her skin in Jesus' name. I command the immune system to be strong in Jesus' name. No more autoimmune deficiency diseases in Jesus' name. And Sojourn and uh, Sogrin, I'm sorry, uh, is it rheumatoid? Rhinoid. Rhinoid, okay. My fingers get purple. Okay, they get purple. I like purple, but not in my fingers. Right. Okay, <laughs> in Jesus' name. And all pain in her toe to go in Jesus' name. Every bit of pain throughout this body to go in Jesus' name. I command the ears to open up and hear in better in, in every way in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank now, you, Yeshua. Yes, you. so you're going to go right over there, and then she is going to just kind of take you over there to get prayer for the rest of those things on your list. And hallelujah. Okay. Okay, I'm like, I don't know if you're playing air piano or something. She's prepping you in the spirit, so come on up here. Yes. She, just stand up. She's like, what should I do? Like, stand up. You give it to me. Okay. And she, they want you to go that direction over that way, so go that way. Go that way toward them. Keep. Me. You're going to turn around in a moment. Turn around. Yeah. And then you get to look at me. Do you normally have a problem with balance? Not this bad. Not this bad. Could be the anointing. Because that's what happens to people when they get up here. Yeah, it's kind of hit you in a strong way. Yes. Okay, so now I'm going to get this. Okay. Who wrote this for you? Okay. Okay. I say this is not probably her. Got it. Okay, and... Okay, so Father, I'm going to put my hand around here. 
So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma in this life, in this body, in Jesus' name. And I command it to be gone. Curse the spirit of infirmity in Jesus' name. The assignment of death over her destiny is, is cursed. Command to go in Jesus' name. This heaviness of slumber, I command it to be gone in Jesus' name. I curse any and all forms of dementia in Jesus' name. I speak health and wholeness into this neck all the way down the spine. I curse the shingles that has attacked her spine in the name of Jesus. The virus of that is commanded to go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, all pain down her spine in her back. Any forms of residual effect of fibromyalgia is now cursed, commanded to go. The pressure in the eyes is commanded to go to right, uh, um, right pressure in the name of Jesus. And I command the hormones to go back into perfect harmony and balance in Jesus' name. Chronic fatigue syndrome, I command all that to go, all weakness to go. She has a desire to cook. For Thanksgiving. So, Father, we thank you. She's going to be up and going for Thanksgiving. I curse any and all forms of all of her favorite recipes, okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just speak health and wholeness into the intestinal area. I command all colitis to go in Jesus' name. Any farm, once again, of fibromyalgia to be released, all pain to go, chronic fatigue syndrome to go in Jesus' name. Health and wholeness all the way down to, I'm going to let you touch your right foot because I can't bend down because of the pulpit. Let's see, she is right here, okay. I command all that pain in that foot and a tremor to go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Doesn't it feel good? Yes. Yes, do you have any pain left? No. Isn't that good? Isn't that great? Now, is this dad? Okay, and dad, it's your turn. He, he's so cute, he's trying to get hurt. To help him get up. But you kind of take the change places here. You come here. You want him here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You go sit. There you go. Yes. Well, we look like the purple family, so we're okay. <laughs> and you, she fits in with the black, okay? So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just curse any and all form of trauma in this life, in this body, in Jesus' name, and I command every bit of it to go. I speak health and wholeness into the entire digestive system. I curse any and all forms of uh, prostate cancer in the name of Jesus. Every prion is cursed. This cancer is cursed in the name of Jesus. Command a brand new prostate in Jesus' name. Hormones to return to normal in Jesus' name. And I command the uh, any form of glaucoma in these eyes to go. Pressure in the eyes to be restored to normal. I curse any form of deafness in these ears. I command it to be the ears to be opened in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We're expecting a great report on the cancer. Obviously, we can't tell that right now, but you'll be able to tell a lot through the night. Yes. Isn't that good? One more. There you go. Awesome. Now, do they live with you? No, they live alone. Okay. Okay, and they have their own place. Yes. Okay. 
been married 65 years this year. Married 65 years. That is, that's awesome. That's really, really awesome. Amen. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and close technically, um, but we're not done praying because, you know, she wants me to get done by 10. So we got plenty of time to pray. So not a problem. And, uh, and so what we're going to do, we're going to close. I'm not leaving. We're not leaving. We're going to stay here. Book table is going to be here till probably at least 6, 630. And then we're going to be tomorrow night in Hillsdale. And then I, my understanding is um, Hastings is fairly close. So I'll be back in Hastings uh, in March. So pending no other pending animic. Yes, I believe it's March 15th. And, um, and so anyway, so just, yeah, joanhunter.org. And uh, more than likely, you'll get a card in the mail. The card always has $5 off at the book table. And, um, and if you need prayer between now and then, of course, there's tomorrow night. But if you need prayer, you can feel free to call the ministry because we're there for you, you know, as much as we can be. You can email prayer at joanhunter.org and include your phone number, and then you'll get a phone call back, okay? And a special thank you to Stephanie. It's been a great time up here. Yay. Amen. Yay. Amen. Amen. And, uh, you know, and it's like, and thank God, and they're not going to do any lockdowns, period. We're going to have an awesome meeting tomorrow night in Jesus' name. And, uh, and all fear to go in Jesus' name. Financial, supernatural, financial blessing like we've not experienced ever. That the blessings of God are running and overtaking us. And you need to say, Father, I thank you that the blessings of God are running and overtaking me. That you give me what I need, but as I take delight in you, you give me the desires of my heart too. So I speak a blessing over Shekinah. I speak a blessing over this ministry. And Father, I speak a blessing over every single person that has been here this weekend in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And God bless you. And then hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what He wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and He has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.